In the passage from the Gospel according to Luke today, we see Jesus with his apostles on their journey to Jerusalem. A tax collector in Jericho was wanting to have a look at Jesus as he passes by. This account of Zacchaeus, told only in Luke, is a dramatic account of Jesus bringing salvation to someone who was very much despised by his fellow Jews because he was a tax collector, that is to say, a collaborator with the hated Romans. We are told that Zacchaeus was a chief tax collector and also a wealthy man. He was wanting to see who Jesus was, but there was a physical challenge. He could not see him because of the crowd, for he was short of stature. So what does he do? He ran ahead, climbed up a sycamore tree, which is a type of fig tree, um, frequently found at roadsides to provide welcome shade, in order to see Jesus, who was about to pass by. To everyone's surprise, Jesus stops, looks up, and calls the man up in the tree by name, telling him to climb down. Then Jesus invites himself to stay at this sinner's home. Let us pause and reflect on this, seemingly scandalous. For when the crowd saw this, they all began to grumble, saying, he has gone to stay at the home of a sinner. Jesus said, the Son of Man came to seek out and to save the lost. Once this man Zacchaeus looks into the face of Jesus, radiant with love for him personally, this tax collector is overwhelmed and experiences a radical conversion of heart. It should come as no surprise that our Savior should focus on this man. Jesus reaches out and responds to that little spark of interest, of faith in him. As Bishop Barron says, God does not play hard to get. He is not coy with us. When we show the least interest in him, he responds to us because loving is his entire game. Here we see the good shepherd intensely seeking the one who has strayed, who is trapped in sin and is practically hopeless to change. How likely is it for persistent sinners to change their direction away from sin and toward divine goodness? I would like to share an account of a notorious abortionist named Dr. Bernard Nathanson, who told his story in the book the hand of God. Raised as a pious Jew, Bernard lost his faith while in medical school when he could not reconcile what he had learned in Hebrew school with what he was taught in science classes. He became an atheist. Determined to overcome his childhood in poverty and to become wealthy, he graduated with honors. At one point, as a doctor, he became a founding member of NARAL and established the first professional medical clinic in Manhattan to exclusively perform abortions. 
became the model for abortion clinics all over the country. He became known as the abortion king of New York. He moved on to take a position at the teaching medical college at Columbia. In his quest for more knowledge, he developed a documentary using ultrasound of a live abortion. To his surprise, this became an epiphany for him. He realized that it was a human being inside the womb. He then followed up the production of The Silent Scream with another documentary based on using a scope to take actual pictures inside the womb. And he became pro-life while still an atheist. Even though he thought he was simply raising questions as a scientist, he became a total outcast from his abortion circles. He sank into depression, feeling the burden of all that he had done, having performed thousands of abortions. He even consulted several rabbis, but to no avail. He says that the turning point for him came one day as he looked out at a group of pro-life people kneeling on the sidewalk praying. He was amazed that he felt love and peace radiating from these people praying. And he thought he wanted what they had and that there could be some hope for him to be freed of the burden that he felt. Then he met a priest who was able to lead him gradually through all his intellectual difficulties with faith and then on to baptism as a Catholic. Dr. Nathanson became a frequent public speaker, sharing his experiences and testifying to his belief in the great value of life in the womb. And he was so grateful to God for his ultimate conversion. He has since passed away, but his testimonial tapes are wonderful witnesses to the power of conversion. A somewhat similar story is the testimony of Abby Johnson, a very well-known speaker for pro-life causes. Both her book and the movie Unplanned tell her story. As a young college woman, she was drawn to work with Planned Parenthood, hoping to help women get counseling that would help them to prevent the need for abortion. She was such an effective advocate for that cause that she was promoted to become a clinic director. There she made it possible for thousands of abortions to be done. She herself was never actually present in the room where those abortions were done. She actually had two abortions herself. Finally, however, one day she was forced to be present at the actual surgery. It brought home to her the understanding that abortion took the life of an actual child, not, as in the famous phrase, the removal of a blob of tissue. She will say that God reached out to her even while she was working at the clinic. He reached out to her when she was a great sinner. She was so convicted by that experience that she left the clinic that very day and reached out to sidewalk counselors who had prayed outside her clinic for years. 
they helped her start a completely new life. She also was eventually converted to Catholicism and has now been a prime mover in the efforts to outlaw abortion. So to conclude, let us not be unwilling to accept the idea of a radical conversion of heart of someone trapped in grave sin. Let us continue to be persistent in prayer for all those who have strayed, who have wandered away from God, a loving God who desires the salvation of all. <laughs>